Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. And we're Poor as Shoes. This is our podcast, You Can Keep a Secret, where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy TV show, Pretty Little Liars. The Perfectionists! You know it. You love it. And, and now we're going to talk about it. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Two Can Keep a Secret. Oh, fuck yeah. We back. <laughs> Again. We up in this piece, motherfuckers. We are, and this episode of The Perfectionist is called Lie Together or Die Together. Oh, fuck. I mean, that is super appropriate for pretty much what happens this whole show and what it seems like is happening in this episode. I can't believe it. Can you believe it that we are so close to being... The first season being over, and I feel like I have... Do you feel like you have more answers than questions, or more questions than answers? Hmm, that's a that's a good cue in itself. I feel like I've got some questions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I know. I've, this, this time really flew by. We're getting on to episode 10 next week, which is the final episode of the season. Yeah, it's crazy. And we don't even know if the show's coming back. And I mean... I don't know if I could handle it coming back, to be frank with you. No. I mean, you know. There's too much. So much drama for your mama and your papa. There's enough for everybody in the There's family. enough drama to go around. To That's go around, girl. For sure. Mm. Should I do a recap? You should absolutely do a recap. Okay, do you want to time me or are we going to try I mean, that again? no. I'm just going to, what okay. I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you if you did a good job or not at the end. How about that? Okay. But you're going to say I did a good job no matter what. I mean... Pretend like you don't know that. Okay. And try your hardest. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do my best. Okay. Wait, I'm not ready yet. Okay, we'll just look. Because I honestly wait know, until I'm you are ready. And I'm reading them and I don't even know what they mean. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Because they're very vague. All right, I'm ready now. Okay. Okay. So Jeremy gives Kaylin this ultimatum about leaving. He's like, "Come with me tonight, or suffer the consequences, or or will I have to say goodbye forever?" Mm-hmm. Claire knows that they all lied Mm. um, about where they were that night when Nolan died. They were all at Thorn Hall. And she is not surprised at all by what the evidence they present her with um, in regards to Dana Booker. Actually, Booker is just doing her bidding, doing Mm. Claire's bidding. Mm -hmm. The ethics committee wants to see Dylan. Oh, no. And Claire is very concerned about Taylor and is trying to explain to Allison that Taylor's not as strong as Allison thinks she is. It seems like, judging by Dylan's meeting with the ethics committee, that he might be going home and it's up to Claire to actually make the decision, but they have a gala tonight. Mm-hmm. So he won't actually know until later. Yeah, she doesn't have time to deal with that. No, it's not on top of the priority list. <laughs> Claire is very, very much wants Taylor to stop obsessing over Nolan's death, which I think is hard to do because I think if your brother dies, it's hard to stop obsessing over his death. Also, like, pot kettle, hello. Like, yeah. you've employed, like, a literal criminal to also investigate this. So, pot Agreed. kettle. Pot kettle. Agreed. Agreed. So, apparently, Taylor has a history of this type of behavior, obsessive behavior, because the same thing happened when her dad died. Dana Booker is still at it trying to fucking mm. get everyone kicked out of school. Like a dog with a bone. Mm-hmm. Caitlin now thinks Jeremy killed Nolan. Everyone thinks this and she's sharing this information with everybody. Mm-hmm. They all kind of figure out that they can't really have secrets. So Ava ends up showing off her bag of cash to all her buddies. Yeah. And they hide it in Caitlin's house. Mom's credenza. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> why. This sounds like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Especially since Caitlin's mom already hates Ava. 
Mm-hmm. Mason and Mona are fucking like crazy, like just mm. rabbits going at it. <laughs> Dylan plays his song that he wrote for Andrew. I'm confused about that because he can't, he's not really supposed to play. And they're having a romantic time because it's like... It's their anniversary. It's their anniversary and Mm -hmm. it might be like Dylan's last day at BHU. Yeah. So it's very... The vibe is the Titanic is sinking, Mm. but not as dire. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, this might be our last chance. But they're both going down, if Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, Taylor has a gun, which we oh. find out because she points it in Ava's face. Mm-mm. And then she explains her be- the beacon guard system to Ava. Mm-hmm. Turns out Jeremy had been following Nolan and was there at Thorn Hall and created a blackout as a diversion. They think that he killed him. Then Caitlin is has to lure Jeremy so that they can confront him and get a confession. And then they're going to a gala and Ava's trying to help Zachary talk to this artist so that he can get his artwork showcased. They find the money. Mm-hmm. Booker, Dana Booker and Ma, Senator Mom find the, the money. And Senator Mom decides she's bringing Caitlin to D.C. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's going to go to Georgetown. Mm-hmm. And they're not the only ones who are caught because Mona is actually caught. Claire knows about her relationship with Mason. Fires her on the spot. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, no. Then we find out Taylor created Bar- Beacon Guard when she was like 14. I was going to say Barkin Guard. <laughs> Barkin Guard. That's a different thing. That's, That's a totally different, different thing. <laughs> Then Mona huffily breaks it off with Mason. She and Ava tries to help Zach. Uh, Dylan tries to convince Claire not to, what's the word? Expel him. Right. I was going to say evict him. And then I was going to say erase him. But no, <laughs> expel him. Yep. She is not having it. No. Jeremy wants Caitlin to meet him at the river. We're all asking, which fucking river, dude? Be more specific. Mm. But maybe there's only one river there. I mean, but it's a, like, okay, a river by definition is long. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts so on the where? river? <laughs> Never mind which river, but where <laughs> along the river? So, which shore? Which shore will you be yeah. at? Very true. Very true. Which wharf? Which, which, which dock? bank? Let which, us know. Which side of the river will you be on? Well, they seem to have it all figured out. Yeah, it's obvious to them. Claire seems to be having Taylor committed, and Taylor pretends to go willingly, but then steals the car. They're all going to meet Jeremy, and Caitlin's pretty nervous, but the liars all love each other. And then Taylor, once again, pulls out her fucking gun in the last moment when Jeremy's trying to get away, and boom! Kablow! Shot. Shotted. Shots. Shots. Yeah, shots shots, shots, fired into Jeremy's body. (laughs) <laughs> Bodice. Body. <laughs> Body. Yep, that's about it. Wow. That's that was sufficient. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a really good job. Thank you so much. Um, I tried really hard. I feel like it was <laughs> I feel as though it was all encompassing. Yes, as a as as you would want in a uh recap. In a recap. Just in case you missed it, guys, that was the high level Mm-hmm. Info that you need That's to carry you need on. to know. Okay. Yeah. So let's go to the poll factionists. Poll factionists. Ah. First poll today on Twitter. Follow us. We live tweet every episode. You can follow along and then you can participate in the polls, therefore becoming part of our segment, the Pollfectionists. Okay, poll number one. What is Dana Booker's real job? Options. Get everyone kicked out. Find Nolan's killer or medium. What do you think? How many people do you think said find Nolan's killer? Uh, 
percentage wise? 10%. Okay, guess what? You're wrong. 100% of people agree with us, which is, I think I'm speaking on your behalf now. Um, I trust you. Which is that it seems that her real job is actually just to get everyone kicked out because Mm -hmm. she's literally like, I'm going to get you kicked out, Mm -hmm. which is not the same. That is not the same thing as investigating a murder. murder, Just for the record. I got to agree. Okay. Next poll. Uh, Caitlin's very upset that her mom wants to take her to Georgetown. I said, would you rather go to Georgetown, a school people have heard of, or BHU? A school that spies on you for no reason. I think 100% of people said Georgetown. You are 100% wrong. 100% of people said BHU. Wow. I don't know what kind of masochists we have listening to this podcast. I can't believe that shit. And tweeting along with us, but, you know, maybe they're seeing some benefits that I just don't see. Mm-hmm. Probably. They Next. know something we don't know. <laughs> Or maybe we know something they don't know. Truesies. Okay, next poll. Is it Claire's turn to die tonight? The options were yes, no, medium. Mm. Do you want to take a guess or am I setting you up for failure? This I point? think most people, I think a lot of people probably said yes. You're right. 57% of people said yes and 43% of people said medium. Nobody said no. So it looks like Claire's got something coming to her. I was thinking the reason I thought that is because so many things were in Claire's hands at that Mm -hmm. point. You know, Dylan's fate at the school, Taylor's fate about being committed to wherever she was being committed to. So it just seemed fitting that maybe instead she would just die and then all those problems would just go away. I mean, that would be convenient for sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she's the only one in her family to have not died yet. So Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't want to be left out. Don't want to be left out. And the odds are against her. They are against her. I mean, your immediate family has a 75% rate of dying. It's very Final Destination. (laughs) Final Uh, Destination 5, it's all in the family. You know what I mean? (laughs) Family matters. (laughs) Uh, Okay, next poll. There are a lot of polls, sorry. I love it. Um, Is having friends worth losing your money? school and sanity this is actually the last one uh the options were yes no medium 55 percent of people said yes wow 18 percent of people said no 27 percent of people said medium i know i feel this was definitely a question i had it was right at the end of the episode when they're like oh i love you guys so much and you know there might be some fucked up shit going on but i've never had friends like this before and it's like it seems like you had to go through a lot to get these friends and i don't know if it's worth it it maybe seems like if you had just all kept to yourself you wouldn't be in so much trouble yeah or maybe you'd all be dead but yeah. but you know then i think about how much friends are great mm-hmm. and how much i would be so sad if i didn't have my friends same and i'm i'm, I'm more in the medium camp yeah, I mean, I think I, I'm in the medium camp as well. I'm just saying I definitely had that thought in my mind yep. about it just seems like a, sorry, I don't know what the idiom that I'm looking for is, mm-hmm. not like zero-sum game, but it just seems like the only mm. reason they're, fu- they're friends mm-hmm. is because of all the bad shit that has happened mm. and they it just doesn't seem to be that healthy of a situation. <laughs> yeah, it feels like, I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, mo money, mo problems. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> As the philosopher Christopher Wallace. Is that his name? <laughs> Christopher Wallace? Was yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do know what I'm talking Okay, about. time for the next segment. The Pyfectionists. Time for pie, pretty eyes. <laughs> delicious pie we ate some pie we did eat pie while we watched this show what kind of pie 
We had cherry pie, and it was so great. It was, um, the crust was really buttery, and it was super flaky. Mm, It was tart. The filling was tart. Mm, Yeah. sweet. But sweet. It was delicious. There were good cherry chunks. Cherry chunks, for sure. It wasn't just, like, a mush. Like, full cherries. Like, Mm. the cherries had all their fortitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were still alive and kicking. Their structural integrity. Totally. Um, I think that was makes a good pie. Shout out to cherry pie. Shout out to cherry pie. That was delicious. And another, uh, just on that note, what about Mona's cherry pie? Oh, (laughs) Alex. I know. She's wearing that red dress. She looks like a cherry. She looks good enough to eat, doesn't she? She does. She's got Mm. the red lips. She's Mm. got the red velvet dress. Mm. She's got a hot dick (laughs) she looks flaky and buttery and with lots of structural integrity (laughs) definitely got structural integrity she has got it going on she totally 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 does and it seems like mason enjoys that pie as much as we do i mean he wants it hot he wants it cold he wants it on a plate he wants it straight from the fridge (laughs) definitely eats it on the counter (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah and he likes secretly it in, in public. I don't know. I don't know what they do. They didn't fuck for that long, to be real. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next segment. Take us in. I don't even know what it is. Same, same, but different. Mm. Tell me why you... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> this place is just like Rosewood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many same... I don't know if there's so many, but can I say my favorite one? Yes. <laughs> Toyota Corolla up oh, in this what? biatch. Watch, 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 watch. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Emily Fields won a Toyota Corolla back in the day at the Masquerade Ball. I don't it know. It just seems Doesn't like matter. maybe Toyota is a matter? sponsor of this whole... <laughs> universe imagine they're not though and they're just like oh free advertising (laughs) they seem to have a lot of corollas in this show should we should we talk to them about that Nah, just let it happen uh the prevalence of toyota corollas is the only means of transportation there's nothing like a toyota corolla my mom has a toyota corolla it is like a 2006 toyota corolla it is like the most basic car that could ever exist like i can't even really you would have to be inside of it to understand it's almost like if there was a no-name car you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah if you're looking at brands of cars in the store yeah yeah or someone was just like what is the minimum viable product of a car like the concept of a car it's fucking great yeah it's lasted it's in such good condition it's got four wheels It's got four seats and a heart interior. Yeah. <laughs> it's got an inside and an outside, and it has wheels. My grandma, for the longest time, had a Camry or a Corolla. I don't know. The, to me, I don't understand car. the difference. I have a Honda Accord. It's That's the a great car. Pretty we much used to have an Accord thing. when I was growing up, too. My family has had, like, four Accords, and Andrew's had, like, three. It's so dependable. So many. So funny. Corollas for life. And uh, it's kind of ironic when we describe it that way, then, that... A place with so much extra shit. That's just the most basic cars. That's so weird. This episode is brought to you by Toyota. <laughs> Hit us up, Toyota. Not that you need any fucking advertising because everyone already knows exactly hey. what to do and they need to buy a car. Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your any same, same, but different? Oh, I have so many. Let's hear them. Okay. Well, first of all, Caitlin very much reminded me of Emily Fields in this episode. Mm. A little bit Emily Fields, a little bit Spencer Hastings. But mm. when she comes back from seeing Jeremy and she's all like shooken up. Shaketh. She's shooketh. She's shooketh. <laughs> she 
is very Emily Fields because she's so like, I don't know, she's just like scared, yeah. meek, yeah. doesn't know what to do, is frightened, has a worried look on her face. Yeah. It's very Emily Fields. Very Emily Fields. Remember her, it was like, a, it was like a, in the middle of taking a painful shit, convin- mm. con- like, I just got here, yeah. confusion face. She's like, are these my friends? Yeah. I, did my, this is my Toyota? Did I just get here? <laughs> this is my Corolla? Did I just get here? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to try to think, oh, the weird prevalence of, like, boats. I feel uh, like there was a great scene at Thornhill Lodge. Mm, Is that a thing that think I'm so. thinking of? And wasn't there a boat there, too? No, there I feel plane. like there was a boat. Oh, right. There was a boat the landing at, strip. at Caleb's birthday party or Hannah's birthday party. Oh, the great canoe scene. Yeah, with Lucas. But it wasn't like a powerboat. This I feel like the powerboat was kind of a new jam in this mm, universe. Never mind. Not that many powerboats kicking around Rosewood. I would say then that the, the similarity that I see is then like, how did you get that transportation mode? I don't know. Yeah. Like, how'd you get a plane? How I did you get a, a speedboat? Yeah, Jeremy is just like, and he's Jeremy. like, also, there's a plane waiting for us. I mean, I guess Come he's richer. I don't know what rich people have. I don't know whatever. either. Uh, I think another really big one was moms generally making decisions for their daughters about where they're about to go. Mm-hmm. So Caitlin's senator mom mm-hmm. saying, Caitlin, you're coming to live with, in, with us in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, very akin to Emily Fields' mom, Pam Fields, saying, you were moving to Texas. Mm-hmm. Pack it up, girl. And Paige's parents saying, we're moving to L.A. Mm-hmm. And just like a few different things that happened like that and then also taylor taylor's mom committing her mm-hmm. and saying hey you're gonna have to go to this place yeah so moms generally making decisions for their daughters that's something that seemed very rosewood to me mm-hmm. what about people kind of going off their rockers like mona style but this time it's taylor taylor girl you shouldn't have done that. Mm-mm. You should Mm-mm. not have done that. She's Mm-mm. showing signs all this episode of being a little bit crazy. Yeah, she has a darkness inside of her. And we've always obviously been suspicious as to, I mean, if you fake your own death, I mean, Something's up that's not something that everybody does. No. So you're already kind of exceptional in that mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the kind of caginess, obviously... Yeah, they definitely hint at like kind of a, an instability or or something darker, something under the surface that she's capable. I think I, what I'm trying to say is she's capable of more than it seems. Mm-hmm. And we definitely see that. I mean, obviously, it's a couple different revelations that she created Beacon Guard at the tender age of 14, which mm-hmm. seems incredible. Incredible, But something Mona would do. Yeah, and Mona totally. Was, Mona has been suspicious about Taylor this whole time. And I mean, Mona has pretty good instincts. Mm-hmm, so I does. think that, you but, know... I think that it's interesting because Mona should have, I think she's so distracted by her lust for Mason that mm-hmm. she didn't actually see this part of it coming. She's dickmatized. Definitely dickmatized. Man, she can't see straight because nope. she's getting fucked fucked up, you know? But also, I think the other thing that makes, that is like the other <laughs> side of that coin is that Allie's a horrible judge of character. Totally. I mean, she fucking married Roland. She's no up from down, this she girl. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And she does trust Taylor. So I think the combination, Mona is suspicious and Allie trusts them. That person is Sade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that Taylor's a bad person. I just think she's got 
She's got secrets. She's got secrets and she's got some issues that she's got to work out. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think about same things, but I don't know. I think you pretty much covered them. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, da, 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 fashion. The perfashionists. <laughs> There were a few good moments in this. Oh, there were so many good fashion moments. Let's start with a fashion moment that is less good and more like, hmm? And that is Claire Hotchkiss's backwards blouse. Her white pointy shoulder blouse. And it's like a nurse's. (laughs) Feels like nurse-ish. It has like a mock collar, I Mm -hmm. would say. It's like a peasant blouse Mm -hmm. with like a bell sleeve, like a bell sleeve. I mean, what's interesting is that it seems like Ava designed it. It seems like Ava designed it and then she put it on literally backwards Mm -hmm. because like the front has no structure to it. It looks like the back and then the (laughs) front. back has buttons all the way down it that I'm like oh if that was in the front like maybe. this would all make sense she looks like crisscross she looks fucking stupid as crisscross definitely crisscross I agree that was a weird ass blouse <laughs> this is super she's strange. coming through with weird ass blouses this, this I mean season. come through Claire come through with your weird ass blouses sure bring I them guess. out bring them out I guess uh Andrew has like a weird yellow plaid shirt at one point mm-hmm I mm-hmm. thought that was... Was that Andrew or was that Dylan? No, it was, oh, Andrew. It was Andrew. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I just... I, I noticed it. I didn't uh-huh. know if it was really bad. Uh-huh. I didn't think it was very good. I just thought it was a little bit off. I mean, I feel like he's more of a stylish guy that he wouldn't be wearing something that seems so pedestrian. Mm-hmm. He seemed like he's usually a little bit classier in the yeah. shirt selection. Yeah, he kind of looks like the before of like a Queer Eye makeover. Mm-hmm. He I normally didn't... looks like an after. It's true. It's very true. What else did you like? So much that I liked. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ava's, I said crushed velvet. You said it's not crushed velvet. And this is the first thing that we've ever disagreed on. That's not not true. We actually (laughs) disagreed about a fashion thing last week too, which was Mona's. I have to like rewatch that I'm pretty sure I also said that it was crushed velvet and you were like, it's not. It was like cow's hair. (laughs) Yeah. I think everything's crushed velvet. I don't know why I think that. It's not like I have stock in crushed velvet or anything like that. It was hard to tell. She was wearing this, I think it was either green or gold. It was was like a greenish gold. Oh my God. Don't make us have one of these. No, I'm telling you. It wasn't blue and no. black. Or- I, at first, when I first saw it, I thought it was a black shiny blouse. Then I thought it was a green shiny blouse. Then I thought it was a gold sparkly blouse. I never even went through these different options. I knew the whole time that it was a green. We're going to have to rewatch. Shiny, crushed, no. shiny because it's crushed velvet. No, I, no. You know, we're going to, I don't know how we're going to settle this, but. <laughs> oh, we're going to. We, we just gonna, might not, I guess. We're gonna um, have to. I loved that she was rocking it. She had like a kind of a darker green jacket that mm-hmm. had like another cool kind of detail on the lapel that you wouldn't really yeah. like. I wouldn't pair two such similar colors together, but she's the fashion. Oh, she layers them to perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And um, and Kayla has that denim couch blazer. I mean, I don't think it was denim at all. I think it was like whatever couches. It was made. almost like more like it was like. They call, like, when you're wearing a pair of jeans that are really stretchy, they're more like jeggings, but, like, oh, it was like that. I thought it was something really thick, not like a corduroy, but like a... It was definitely, like, it was like a quilted... <laughs> it was not quilted <laughs> in any way. 
<laughs> I felt like your what you're describing sounds to me like a blanket, kind okay. of. And I didn't think it was soft. I thought it had like a lot of structure. I, to me, it looked like like on the softer side. <laughs> Am I blind? Are you blind? Or is one of us know. blind? Or I don't, I don't even know. know. Something's happening. Though. Oh, okay. We, I mean, that was a great things, blazer. We don't see things the same way. I think that's a good. Makes a good. Must makes us a good pair. I think so too. Right? Yeah, yeah, I I like that blazer, and it was very, it was very like as you said, even from a fashion standpoint, it was very like Emily meets Spencer mm-hmm. kind of preppy mm-hmm. yeah. menswear totally look. Yeah, totally. It was something. <laughs> it was a look. It was something. And then, uh, we. I mean, you talked about. Do you want to talk about Mona's red dress? I love Mona's red dress. She is mm. looking out. She looks like. Does she look like a snack? No. No, she looks like an entree. She looks like a fucking multi-layer cake. Mm-hmm. She looks Ugh. like a fucking delicious Decadent. top sirloin oh. steak. She looks like a piece of Wagyu. Just... Yeah, she looks fucking amazing. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. She pairs it with a leopard print jacket, as per usual. As you would. As you might. And her counterpart, Mason, is wearing a very oh, suave suit. He is I looking love good. It. It's like got like a, it's kind of like a dark blue with a dark forest green stripe on it. Mm-hmm. It's he, kind of plaid, yeah. but it's like very mm-hmm. low. It's almost tartan. It feels yeah. tartan. It does feel tartan, but like a low key tartan. Yeah, it's very subtle. I he was looks, very here for he it. He looks good. As a couple, they make a handsome pair. They look good together. They make no a handsome couple. It's so good. <laughs> they are just two like little mixed mixed race. Just the fucking cuties. Cutie pie porterhouse for two. Fucking Chateaubriand for two. Delish. Well, baked Alaska. Delicious. I would eat them right up. Yeah, a lot of good fashion moments. Mm-hmm. Oh, also Jeremy's. Um, like <laughs> getaway outfit. It's like fisherman. It was very like um, I thought it was very like James Bond kind of. It was very like yeah, it was almost like if he was wearing gloves, he would look like a jewel thief. He was wearing gloves. He was okay, wearing he like was. isotoners. He was so wearing, I feel like, like it, he looked gloves. like he looked like a jewel thief. He did look like a jewel thief, but he looks like a fancy jewel thief, like an Ocean's Twelve, that mm-hmm. like French fancy one. Yeah. So he's like, and that and like that boat is like his little cute little getaway boat for when he steals all the jewels. What he does, just a little caper. Yeah. Yeah. Just a wee little caper. And then he hops in his little boat in his great jacket and his cute little hat. And it's just like, what the fuck do you look like that for? But I'm, but I'm into it. I'm into it. I don't know. And I feel as though someone who's trying to get out of the country super fast because they did something bad would spend less time on their outfit and more time just leaving. Mm-hmm. Now for some other fashion moments that did not love as much. Just one thing, which was not really fashion. It's more just me being mean. But Allison's hair no. in this episode, it was five thumbs down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have five. I'm like borrowing five yours and one of Denver's. Ugh. It was five tightly curled ringlets. Is that what you would call Two. Tightly wound yeah. ringlets. Ugh. And it was just curled into her face, which did not suit her at all. It looked like she had like 50% less hair than she did last week. Yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. And she's two, so beautiful, like, just her, like, the front was fucked up, and then the bottom was fucked up, and also the middle was fucked up. Just give her a normal hairstyle. <laughs> and, like, her, her dress for the, the gala was 
underwhelming it was it was kind of whatever and like her one boob was kind of sticking out and i was like oh oh my gosh give this girl just a normal outfit and fucking normal hair (laughs) she don't need much she's yeah she's gorgeous she's straight up in real life gorgeous how hard is it to just be normal about it it's like you're making it so much harder than it needs to be i feel like every scene i notice something weird that she's wearing i'm like Mm. And I think that, you Why know, they do this to her? back from uh, Pretty Little Liar days and and the actress, Sasha uh, Peterze, is that how you say her name? I don't know. I think so. Um, she had gone through uh, like a health, like an illness that had caused her to gain all this weight. She and then did? when she, yeah, 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 yeah. She had like a polycystic uh, ovary syndrome, oh, which is like a hormone. To, yeah. And she, and, and it caused her to gain like 70 pounds. But also just the, let's just think about the facts. She was like 13 when she started Pretty Little Yeah, Liars. of course. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry, but your body changes as you grow up and yeah. then she is a grown woman yeah. in her body no, and everybody was, yeah. was chirping her for being fat. It yeah. was pretty scary. It was gross. The way the world it was is. disgusting the way that people were talking about her and I don't want to say any of this to pile on to that. What I'm trying to say is that she's beautiful and she's yeah. and she's and in her real life she looks completely great. So I don't understand like how hard is it? How to hard just is it to just give her normal, normal outfits? Clothes. Yeah. Give her normal hair. It's all she needs. <laughs> and then you're great. You're great. And then we'll all stop talking about it. I know. So anyhow, so I mean whatever we love you sasha yes but not whoever is doing your hair your stylist in this show is should be fired oh that's strong <laughs> i mean should go back to stylist school what do you do send someone for retraining <laughs> yeah <laughs> send, send them for retraining you need to upskill girl mm-hmm. or boy mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. any or person whatever whoever whatever person you, you are. are yeah um anyways that's that's fashion loving fashion yes Love i would say there were way more positive fashion mo- oh even dana booker at the gala oh i mean whatever nothing she could wear could ever make me feel like i like her in any way what if she was wearing the dress that mona was wearing and she's all like <gasps> i would hey, actually Alex, love that you want some pie i'd actually love that i'd be like okay dana now we're friends ah oh also what Ava- if like awkwardly they wore the same dress <laughs> who wore it best <laughs> <laughs> mona probably yeah um ava's dress at the gala looked it was also, special yeah it was kind of bringing back like a bejeweled like it was, a, from a mm-hmm. Maybe the funeral, where she was wearing, like, some kind of bejeweled... She was wearing an interesting dress at the funeral. This was more, like, was, like, beaded Mm -hmm. and pretty, and I liked it a lot. And her hair was, like, pin straight, which you were... I don't know how her hair is so straight. Like, your hair is straight, but her hair Mm -hmm. was, like... How did they get it so fucking straight? We are also saying, like, this is not fashion, but this is just Ava's whole, like, vibe. I'm really into it now, because she's all, like, very husky and, like... Mm -hmm. You were saying she's very Batman. Yeah, she's like Batman. She's like, go take your chance, Zach. I'll help you any way I can. Gotta shoot your shot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like, funny. I love it. She's like, um, or it's like in, in uh, Arrested Development when Portia Drossi's character loses oh, her yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good so shit. So funny. Okay. I will go down with this ship. Mm, ship. Ship it up. I ship. I have a few. Okay, go. Mm, I ship Dylan and his cello. Oh. There's a couple simple ones that I have. I also ship Taylor and her gun. <laughs> Taylor's got a gun. She's gonna shoot you in the shoulder. She's got bad aim or good aim. daddy do? I guess he must have been shot too. I mean, he was. I know. 
Ouch. <laughs> That's why I said that. Um, oh, those aren't the lyrics no, of that song? I, I don't know what the that. fucking lyrics <laughs> yeah. of the song are. What is it? Jane, Jane's got a gun? has got a gun. It's or? Janie's got a gun. Is it Janie or Jane? Janie. Do you want to talk about why you ship these things or just the No, I just wanted to do? list those, oh, okay. those things. Okay. And then I still ship Mona and Mason, even though Mona like really jumps the, hate to say it, gun <laughs> and <laughs> breaks up with Mason. So stupid. You're already fired. What a fucking idiot. I don't know. Is Oregon a uh, at-will state? Do you have to uh, like provide reason for firing someone or can you just fire yeah, people? Yeah, I don't know. I think that maybe she feels really like the fucking only Lily. way that she could get her job back is if she ends it right uh, here, it's, it's a right classic, now. It's a classic Ezra-Aria debacle where mm-hmm. you break up only after Will the they, thing won't they? They is do. over. They it's break up. too late. Yeah. You've already like suffered the consequence. You might as well keep fucking. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was worth it to put it in jeopardy yeah. in the first place. Now that you've lost it, get that thing that was making it somewhat worth it. Like, yeah. I don't understand this. Like, now you have nothing? I sacrificed everything for this thing like, that don't I don't have a anymore. Fucking that murder. doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Mona, get that dick. If you want that dick, get that dick. Get you that obviously dick. wanted it enough to go get it in the first place. So you might and they as well keep getting it. So cute together. So I feel like everyone's hearts must be as broken as mine mm-hmm. about this whole thing. And then mm-hmm. one other just ship moment, although like I don't necessarily ship them, but mm-hmm. It seems like Zava and Zach kiss for the first time. Zava! Zava alert. Kissy, kissy, kissy. Zava, they're kissing. I was like, they're kissing. They're, they want to go to NYC together. They're both artistic. They are mm. like vibing. Very good pair, but I don't really, I'm lukewarm. You know, I don't know if I like, I don't know if I think they're such a good pair. I, I like the fact that Zach has like been this way and this like I don't want to say opportunity I don't want to try to like reduce him to something other than a person but I I mean like (laughs) the way he's functioned in her life has been to help her get over or deal with Nolan's death Mm -hmm. and that's cool but I don't really see what she's I don't know uh, I feel like a part of it for her too much for me you know I think a part of it for her is maybe a little bit of guilt and now she's trying to help him get her his art Mm -hmm. in an exhibition and I feel as though she has some she feels responsibility to help him succeed because her dad is the mm. reason he doesn't have money. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, I mean, she might could not just be shoe, give him that money. Could be though. subconscious. Could be. I just like I, you know, I get it. He's an insecure artist, and he has had disadvantages in life, and he's used to being kind of overlooked and and passed over, and he deals with all these really entitled people. But there's something about him that I'm just like. Ugh. Like, do you? He even looks like he's twelve. It's confusing. Care about anything? Like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I shipped, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I guess I shipped the the liars or the perfectionists together. Mm-hmm. They I had a the, cute moment. I like the cute vibes that they got going on. They got a good friendship going. Mm-hmm. And I like that Dylan and Andrew are like making it work. Yeah. Celebrating their anniversary together. That is cute. They're standing by. Andrew wants to stand by Dylan. He makes this kind of grand gesture at the gala and gets his song played, the song that he uh, that Dylan had written True. for him. And he kind of introduces himself to like I don't know. I'm assuming a symphony guy because mm-hmm. he's wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by his tuxedo. Judging by his tuxedo. Good job by his coattails. Yeah, I think it's it's nice to see like a reconciliation. It's very mature. I feel mm-hmm. like they're it's very mature of them. They are. It's, it's nice. I, I agree. That's a really worthwhile ship to talk about. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. When I'm with you, all I get is wild thoughts. The predictionists. Oh yeah. What's gonna happen, Alex? 
okay, first things first, I don't think Jeremy killed Nolan. I mean, he obviously did not. Okay. All right, well, I don't know. Maybe it's Someone, not obvious. Next week is the final episode. Maybe yeah. they actually, maybe he did. But now we're never going to know because he's going to be in a coma for several episodes. Oh, right. Right. Because he's shot. He's not dead, though. Oh, my God. I totally forgot the best same, same, but different was them making up a fake alibi for hurting someone. Yeah. And like, here's what we're going to tell people. Staging a crime scene. Yeah. They're like, put this plank in his hand as though he were about to hit you with like, it. Like, immediately, Mona's like, you were scared. He was coming for you. He had something in his hand. And, and just, Caitlin like, is like, literally thing. going to be like, is he breathing? But also hold this plank. It's yeah. like, <laughs> okay. Wow. There's many worlds of wrongness happening there. <laughs> the, wow, the integrity of this as a group, mm-hmm. their integrity is low. Low, low. Very low. There, I think it's just like almost like PTSD situation for Mona. She's just mm-hmm. like goes into immediate for, yeah, cover up mode. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that that is really going to come back to haunt them. Mm-hmm. I think that Jeremy is going to come to and be like, I don't even know why you shot me or why anyone was here. Like, wait, all I did was destroy a laptop that had pictures of Caitlin's mom fucking someone on it. Like, sorry. Whoops-a-doodle. <laughs> But Jeremy got caught by the gate tracker 3000, so maybe someone has learned to mimic his gate. Maybe someone's learned to mimic his gate, or, see, he has information about that night, so I think that it was like mm. somebody paid him to do something, mm-hmm. but he actually didn't have to do anything to do with the murder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I also had a prediction that, like, this was before the end of the episode, that Taylor would lose her mind completely. And then she shot Jeremy, so it seems like she's not on a good path. No, I think that what's going to happen, here's my wild prediction for next week. I think that Claire is going to help to cover it up. I don't think she wants Taylor going to jail. She wanted Taylor going to a retreat Mm -hmm. or a spa. A spa. I wish I was going to a fucking spa. I wish someone thought I was crazy and they're like, (laughs) let's send you off to a spa. I know. Can I come with you? Ugh. I know. Please commit me to a high-end exhaustion clinic. Do you have a spa? Send Christina and I there. Yes. We're happy to go. Ugh. I just, like, I wish someone would notice, like, hey, you're exhausted. You're not sleeping well. You're mm-hmm. not eating well. Mm-hmm. You need to go to the spa for, like, a week. Or, like, at several least. months for me. Like, just send me away. Imagine. Oh, my God. I would come back fucking refreshed, ready to do everything. I'd be like, yes, I yes. Know. I would say yes to everything. I know. Exactly. Ugh. Okay. Well, I mean... I don't know what's going to happen, but next week is the final episode. I'm very curious as to how the season's going to end. I mean... There's a lot to wrap up. There's a lot to wrap up. Nolan's killer being, like, kind of one of them, but I kind of don't care anymore because he wasn't around enough for me to really give a shit about him. So I think he's going to come back. He's just going to, like, open up. He's going to be, like, hiding in the boat. He's like, JK, guys. (laughs) It's just, like, one of those things where someone fakes their own death purely to find out who actually really cares about the most about them it's like an ins oh my god <laughs> yes he was secretly at his funeral he's like i loved how you all cried yeah um he's like but you know who cried the most ava she's the only one who really loves me and you guys are rest of you bunch of a-holes this jeremy guy didn't do shit <laughs> what would <laughs> you do what would you do if one of your friends literally faked their own death and then came back and was like jk 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 <laughs> i think it depends on <laughs> 
But I mean, don't name names or anything. No, but, uh, but it's just. Let's say you have friend A and friend B. <laughs> no, I, I think that, that if that happened, I yeah, it would really depend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it would depend on so many different factors. That's not really fair. It's not like picking favorite friends. I think it's more no. like, why did you do it? Mm-hmm. And if you just did it to see how I'd react, that's really mean and Weird. fucked up yeah. <laughs> and also like depended on how long it would it lasted i think that's also a factor like if they pretended to be dead for like a year that would yeah. be horrible if they pretended to be dead for like a day then they were like april fools <laughs> so now i, I know would get over it way april, faster for april i could yeah. be like tell alex that i'm dead yeah. and then you like april create 2nd, your own facebook I mean- <laughs> like in memory of <laughs> No, I just start posting on my own wall that's like, wish you were here still yeah, since yeah. yesterday. Miss you. Miss you. Love you. What if it was like Nolan faked his own death to investigate Taylor's death and Taylor... <laughs> but he knew. Never mind. Okay. This is like Inception. <laughs> it's like faked death you just Inception. just faking your own death to investigate <laughs> each other's cycle. murder. Also, their dad is not really dead, too. He also faked his death. This runs the family. Into the future. And then he went into the future to investigate Nolan. And he's actually Jeremy now. <laughs> but now he's really shot for real by Taylor, the person who witnessed him being shot the first time. <laughs> oh, my time. God. It's like Looper mixed with Mission Impossible mixed with Inception. Inception yeah. That's a way better show. Yeah. I think we should write the next That's season. An amazing show. Oh my god, Abe's dad went f- <laughs> faked his own death, traveled through time, is Jeremy. Not even traveled through time, Shot just faked again. his own death. <laughs> oh, damn. So, like, the next se- the next season's actually going to be everything from Taylor's dad's perspective. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd I would watch, watch that, that because there's a lot we're not seeing. I no, know that I know. much. There's sure. so much happening because Nolan definitely is still alive. And for what's sure. he been doing this whole time? Can't wait to find out. I mean, he was the pig guy in the sewer. Totally. He was the shadow guy at the audition. <laughs> he was at least one of those shadow guys. <laughs> so I think we have all the answers that we need. Let's see if we get them next week. I think. I'm excited. Me too. Cool. Until then. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Two Can Keep a Secret. Please subscribe and follow us on social media at poor underscore as underscore shoes. 